Welcome back to Tales of a Hair Transplant and More. I'm your host, Tara Marie. And I'm your co-host, LNT. Listen along as the next chapters unfold. Welcome back, friends. Thanks for joining us this week. How are you, Ellen? Good. How are you doing, T? I'm good, thank you. Yay. How was your week? Uh, this was a really fun week. I had both my parents had birthdays and their wedding anniversaries, so got to do a couple of fun celebratory breakfasts. Yeah, your mom's pretty smart to have your dad marry her on his birthday, right? Pretty sure it was his idea, so he would never uh, forget his anniversary. <laughs> okay, he's a smart one then. I, Good job. Been, I know. Good job, dad. Shout out, dad. <laughs> well, happy birthday to you guys. Happy anniversary. Do you know how many? 43 years. 43 years. I know. Wow. They're serious. That's impressive. And they're only 25. How do they do it? I don't know. Well, this week we've got some really cool information and something. Listen up, all you children of the 90s. <laughs> so before we dive into the information, Ellen, do you have any questions? Have you heard any questions this week that pertain to eyebrows? Yeah, I have. One that I heard is, can I have an eyebrow transplant if I've had microblading done? So that's a pretty good question to ask mm -hmm. because it could possibly maybe cause some sort of scar tissue, but mm -hmm. it's actually okay to have an eyebrow restoration after microblading. Sometimes it can be helpful because it can show the shape of the eyebrow look that you're going for. So almost like a guide. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like having penciling in your eyebrows permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think that's something super common that a lot of the women who finally find an eyebrow transplant probably half of them or more have had a microblading procedure Something. done. What are some of those options that are common or popular that people do besides eyebrow restoration? Yeah. I mean, I think probably the most common jazz up your eyebrows is just with makeup. I mean, I pencil my eyebrows in every day. Me too. Yeah. Eva, I, I don't leave the house without penciling in my eyebrows and I have hair in my eyebrows. Yeah. You have nice eyebrows. Sometimes I don't even put on mascara and I will put on my eyebrows before I leave my house. <laughs> eyebrows are very important. It's like getting dressed. <laughs> which, which eyebrow? Jaden turned me on to the benefit. Huh. Yeah, Maybe we've got a try. really cool college hack for you coming up too. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, and then the microblading, we've got lots of girlfriends who have had that done. Have you ever had that done? Mm -mm. Mm. No, I've thought about it. I just, I don't know if I always love the way it looks and it's it's a little scary to find the right person, I think. So yeah, let's talk about it. microblading. Let's, I feel like the thing that bugs me the most about microblading is that it's very one-dimensional. Yeah. And if you don't have any hair there, to me, it just doesn't look right. It can almost look shiny. I mm -hmm. feel like, I mean, if you had no hair anywhere to use for transplants It'd or you had, yeah. And that was your only option. I could see that. But if you have any hair there, I just feel like microblading looks a hundred times better. Yeah. And it's not permanent. I mean, the cost I, from what I've seen is around like 300 to a thousand bucks each time you have it done and like need to do it like every one to two years. So that adds wow. up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it seems like it might be painful too to sit through. I've heard facial tattooing. <laughs> Actually, uh, one of the girls I work with just had it done not too long ago, and one you can't do Botox for like a while before or after, which would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but two, it's like pretty painful. They do numb it a little bit, but she said it was like really and hard she had to, to go sit back through. right for yeah. like a couple sessions. You have to do it a couple times, I think, mm -hmm. and then. Like if you find someone who's really good at it, they can make them look like little hairs. Like hers look actually really good. Yeah. But um, she has hair on her eyebrows too. They're just very light. So it's a nice way if you have light hair already. To thicken it up. Without having to do the makeup every day. But I know that you had done some research on this. How, what kind of a licensing is required to do this? Oh, this is kind of interesting. So at least in Washington State, I didn't look outside. That's where we're located. 
Um, literally all that is required to have a license to do eyebrow restoration. I think I don't even know. No, to do. Or, or I mean, excuse me, to okay, do sorry, microblading. Um, it's interesting because at least for Washington state, that's the only one I looked up. I'm assuming it's probably pretty similar anywhere, but you only need to have like your bloodborne pathogen for it being such center of your face sort of a deal. That's all you need to have done, which is crazy. A girl that I used to work with, she went to a permanent makeup class that just reminded me of the story. And she said it was terrifying. Like she literally opted to stop out of it and not go anymore because some of these people, I mean, these eyebrows were horrible I and they're permanent. Yeah. Like, and it's hard to- I mean, semi-permanent, but it's tattoo on your face. So yeah. So microblading is like a semi-permanent sort of tattoo deal. You can tattoo eyebrows too. And I've seen some really bad ones. We've seen people come through and try to get them removed as well. And that seems pretty painful. Well, yeah. It's very- Kind they of do like, like little saline injections or something to try to push the color out. That's really strange. So. And you have to go in lots of times for that too. Mm -hmm. Definitely make sure to find someone who's good and you can see photos and have been in the game for a minute because you can so easily get the wrong person. So we have makeup, microblading, you can do tattooing. And the other one would be eyebrow transplants. So eyebrow restoration. Those are permanent. Lifelong. One-time investment. Dimension to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those yep. are great. And we'll go into that a little bit more. But first, what would be some reasons you would want to have your eyebrows done? Yeah. I think like the number one reason is really that we've seen is just over grooming or over plucking mm -hmm. the styles, you know, 15, 20, 25 years ago ish was like those little pencil lines that people oh, would just yeah. pluck them. You know what happened? My sister, she just when I, I don't know, middle school grade, she's like, your eyebrows are so thick. She just ripped them out. I mean, it was painful. They've never recovered. Yeah. People <laughs> would just rip them out and then yeah. use like a darker pencil and just yes. have a line on their face. Yeah. It's but not cute. Eyebrow. People. Okay. Brooke Shields, you've been, mm -hmm. she's been the eyebrow been icon. in the game the whole yeah. time. <laughs> so, so we often see people come through that have had their eyebrows just over plucked and mm -hmm. they've tried everything and different rose serums or, you know, different things. And once you over pluck them, they're gone. It's, yeah. Dead. So that's probably the number one reason we see folks for, you know, men and well, not really men for over grooming, but women for sure. Some, some like think about the Jersey shore with their waxing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, waxing. Yeah. yeah. Physical trauma is one. So like scars, if you've been in a car accident, a burn, something like that could Bonked be a, your head when you were a kid. Yeah. That's happened to me a couple of times. Laser treatments to your face, like laser hair removal, or there's other types of laser treatments. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they're called, but I actually had somebody last week who had a bad scar and they were trying to get rid of the scar, which they were able to with whatever laser treatment they did, but it totally took off all the hair and the hair never grew back. Almost like facial resurfacing or something mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Genetics. Yeah. Just the way you were born. Genetics. Yeah. I've seen gentlemen, kind of more than women, come in and it's almost like the like the second half, like the tail half of their mm -hmm. brow has just disintegrated over time. And I've had people tell me like, oh, my dad's had that or mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So um, different kinds of diseases. Again, we've talked about scarring alopecia and there's a scarring alopecia that is called frontal fibrosing alopecia that'll wipe out your hairline. And it can also creep down into your eyebrows. And once that process is burnt out, just like we talked about hair transplants, it's something that you can definitely add hair back into that area. Just make sure, yeah, that it is burnt out, like Tara said. 
So to have an eyebrow transplant or restoration, you can add hair back into eyebrows that again, have been overplucked or genetically disintegrated over time. Let's talk details of the surgery. Okay. What do you want to talk about? How much does it cost? How much does it cost? It's the number one question. I think people yeah. are like, what is this? What's the investment? It's such intricate work. Harvest hairs from the sides and the back of your scalp. So they use scalp hair. Tell me about that. So if they're putting in the hair from my head, does it have the same growth cycle as an mm-hmm. eyebrow hair? Yeah, that's probably the funniest thing. And if you go back to Chrissy Teigen and look at her Instagram, she has a funny post. You kind of got to dig a little bit lower because it's been a minute. And she had combed her eyebrow hair down and she was like, is this a blessing or a curse? And she was like, I love my eyebrows because they seriously just grow like the hair that's growing on your head. You need to trim them. You got some pretty sweet styles on your eyebrow, like Mm -hmm. French braid or something. (laughs) Yeah. We've seen some people come back with some pretty wild eyebrows that needed to be trimmed. They're fun and they're definitely bushier and that's kind of the style these days. It really is. Create the shape you want. What else is like recovery? Like how long... Yeah. Total recovery is about seven to 10 days. There is potential for maybe a little swelling or bruising right around your eyes, just because it's so, it's obviously like very close to your eyes. If you do the FUT or the FUE, if you end up doing the FUT procedure, you'll have sutures. Those typically come out within the week, you know, seven to 10 days. How would you find a physician in your area? Cause like I said, it's, it's right center of your face. You don't want, I, we've seen people with their eyebrow that has had to have them taken out and re um put back in directionally yeah change the direction of how they were put in because it looks strange if they're going growing straight out so where's a good resource to find the Mm -hmm. right surgeon for you yeah if you go back to our this this episode we'll definitely put the website in it's called ishrs it's the international society of hair restoration surgeons and that's a great place to find vetted physicians who have been through training and show up to the meetings and are current on all the information. Topics like eyebrow restoration are definitely something that's talked about at those meetings. So yeah, check out that website. We'll throw it up on our post for this www.ishrs.com. Yep. So check it out. Yeah. And if you find somewhere really great to go, I know we're in our office, we kind of have like our special teams, I call them when people come in and it is very intricate work. It's one haired follicles, how they place the hair follicles back in your eyebrows. What they use to place them in too, because you have to be very delicate with those follicles. The The implanters. implanters. Yeah. They use special implanters that are really Mm -hmm. skinny and little, and then they can get the hair directionally flat where they want them to grow. Without creating a lot of scarring, Mm because then that can be an issue as well. So people love eyebrows. Yeah. So let's talk results. I have a question for you. How many hair follicles are typically added in to create an eyebrow? An eyebrow typically consists of about 600 like follicles or hairs per eyebrow. Now that's kind of an average, right? Because some people Mm -hmm. have smaller eyebrows, bushier eyebrows. So if you're coming in and having an eyebrow restoration, you'll likely add in somewhere between maybe 150 and 400 hairs. Again, depending on like where are you starting from? Mm -hmm. What about texture of hair? Does that make a difference for eyebrows? Yes, definitely. So when the doctor that you work with, when they harvest the hairs from the back of your scalp, they take them and they split them into one haired follicle. So they're the skinniest the hair can possibly be. If you're someone who's got really textured hair or let's say like an Afro or really curly hair, the eyebrow hair will be like that. 
Okay. So it's definitely something that you'd want to talk to your physician to make sure that the texture of the hair that they're placing into the brow will look right. I'd say nine times out of 10, the texture of the hair matches just fine mm -hmm. and people don't really have a problem with that. And the color will obviously be the same color from where they harvest it from. The color would be the color of the hair that you have on the back of your scalp. Sometimes that's important too. And I know in our practice, what we do is they integrate the hair throughout the full brow so that the color and the texture, there's some uniformity throughout the entire eyebrow. That's smart. I didn't think about that. What a good office you work at. Hmm. <laughs> so what would be the total length of time to see the full results from an eyebrow restoration? An eyebrow transplant takes about four to six months to show up. That's when the hairs initially start to grow in. They grow through, or they go through, they grow through, they go through. <laughs> Here a growth, we grow. <laughs> Here we grow. They grow through a growth cycle, which is about 60 days. So after you have your initial surgery, the healing takes a couple of weeks-ish. All those little hairs will shed. They all start coming back online about 60 days after that. So we're talking like three months time. So between three and six months is when all of those hairs start to emerge. If you were going to talk about what's the absolute, like all the hairs have grown in and this is what my results going to be. 12 months is a really safe place to take after pictures and see final results. Will be. Exactly what what's growing in at that mm -hmm. point. Okay. Is it common to have like a little touch up? Sometimes people come in and have a couple more hairs added here or there, or maybe a little bit more to the arch. One, one procedure can make a big difference. So after the hair is grown in, should I touch them? Like, uh, do I do anything? How do I care for them? What's a grooming? Afterwards, you'll definitely want to groom your eyebrows because they will continue to grow like the hair on your head. So a little tiny pair of be beveled, um, almost like cuticle nippers work really well. Yeah. And you could take one of the spoolies and comb your eyebrows up and trim those hairs. So we send people to, you know, different makeup places to get eyebrow gel, eyebrow wax. There's a product called eyebrow soap, which sounds weird. Don't just put soap on your eyebrows, but it actually works really well. Is it like too. a bar? Um, I think it's more like a pomade. Mm -hmm. My daughter had it. It helps to, and it's really important after surgery to keep the direction of your hair growing in that way. You want to train them. Okay. I'm so my favorite story when it comes to training <laughs> an eyebrow, <laughs> my darling niece, Jaden, we love her. She is 19. She has every makeup hack and cool beauty thing. She is a queen. She is beautiful and she knows everything. And she- We are camping. Yeah. Okay. You tell the story. Okay. It's so great. Oh my gosh. So we're camping and my lips, you know, you're out in the middle of summertime. I'm like, oh, I need some chapstick. Do you have any chapstick? And she's, oh yeah, I have some chapstick. She like hands me her whatever it was I put on my lips. Thank you. And, and then was it at that time or was it later? How did I find out? She goes, oh yeah. You say it. She yeah, someone had asked her for a chapstick or something. Like she goes, oh no, that one's for my eyebrows. And we looked at her like, what? I almost vomited. It was and her goes, eyebrow no, chapstick. That's not the one you used. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, I thought that wasn't the one you oh, used. Oh, yeah. No, it was the one I used. And and I almost died. I'm like, why would you give that to me? And she's like, mom, calm down. I use my finger. Like, it's not like I like I'm thinking this kid is like taking her chapstick and rubbing it on her <laughs> eyebrows. But no, she literally gave me her eyebrow chapstick. Chapstick like, works really well to uh, lay the hairs down flat. Yeah, but they make other products. Like, yeah. Anyways, that's a super funny hack. So Thanks, yeah. Jayden. Anyhow, so check out the ISHRS, find a good doctor. You can definitely look up photos online of eyebrow transplants. Again, go check out Chrissy Teigen's Instagram. She has a post on there about them. 
Yeah, they're great. I'm not sure where she went, but her doctor was great. Our doctor's great. I'm sure he was on that ISHRS website, but wherever you are, you'll find a local physician that can help you out with those. Consultation is important. I have people call in like, I just want to book it. Like, let's just book it. Talk to your doctor first, see what the their full protocol is, how they do it, what their follow-ups are, all of that good stuff. It's important. What we've seen over the years in eyebrow transplants with men, women, people who come through, there's such a high level of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. It people makes a are big just difference. Oh my God, they're so happy. It's a, it's a pretty simple recovery and then they just grow. Yep. They're awesome. Okay. So that was all the information we could think of. If you think of anything else, obviously always let us know, but we cannot forget the Mythbuster. What do you got for us today, Tara? So I learned this way back in the day in beauty school. And I think that it's a common myth that your eyebrows should be identical. Eyebrows are not identical. I challenge you to do this. Take a white piece of paper and hold it over one side of your face, like cover up one side, one eye and look in the mirror or take a picture and then switch to the other side and take a picture again. Both sides of your face are not symmetrical. So something that I learned in beauty school that has always stuck with me is that eyebrows are sisters, not twins. So when you groom them, when you style them, style them each to their own best. To think that they would be identical is is a really hard thing to achieve because your face isn't. So that's always fun. Eyebrows are sisters, not twins. Awesome, Tara. Thank you. That was some good information today on a trending topic. I love eyebrows. Yeah, everybody loves them. I was like dumb today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us. Like we've told you before, you can check us out on Instagram, Tales of a Hair Transplant. Leave us those comments. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.